happy, wealthy, and relevant life? Welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Janine Roberts. All right. Welcome. Welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve. I'm so excited about my new intro. It's super, super exciting. And I just want to say hello to everyone. We are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, and one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and I'm the second part of the Midday Money Chain. Uh, You just heard from the fabulous Lynn Richardson, and I am super excited about bringing you new money. And so as we get into today which is January 4th, 2023. It is an incredible day always as we're talking about finances, as we talk about money, as we teach you how money works and how we also give you good jewels on what you need to do, how to move forward. I heard Lynn Richardson a few minutes ago say that she's tired of the wealth gap. I'm tired of the wealth gap as well. And I was very, very perplexed as I sat as a financial advisor trying to help individuals get their insurance together, 401ks, annuities, really trying to figure out what we could actually do in our community to close that wealth gap. And when I got a hold of this Bitcoin thing, I'm not going to say Bitcoin first because it takes a minute to get to understand the technology to realize that you need to be in Bitcoin. But I got in the cryptocurrency space because I thought I was going to get rich quick and I was just going to do this immediately. And I soon found out that a fool soon parts from its money. Um, So I decided to kind of back up and learn this industry. And that's why we sit here today so I can share some things with you. But I share the sentiments of Lynn Richardson. I am tired of this wealth gap. And so I am here for that change. I'm here to help again, bridge the gap between our community and the money. And I just know that we can do this. We've just got to be aggressive and we've got to understand what we are doing. We've got to maintain those goals. Just as she said, if you have something, write it down that you need to do. You write that goal down. I'm big on that. But what I'm also big on is ensuring that each and every one of us, as we put our plan together, We are working together collectively to maintain and stay in place with those plans. And so that's what we're here for. So today we are going to jump into the cryptocurrency conversation because we definitely have a lot to talk about. The crypto quote for the day today says, I have made a commitment and a personal goal to change the world crypto by crypto block by block, city by city, state by state, and country by country through crypto education. And guess what? My journey is just beginning. And that's my quote, Naja Roberts. And I absolutely wrote that 
because of the fact that I understand that I've got to be committed and do a little bit when I can do a little bit. And when I can do a lot, I need to do a lot, but I need not just think about the micro about my family. I've got to think about myself, the community, the state, the world, and all of those things. And so as I am Looking at that commitment that I've made to my community, I think first and foremost about the city of Los Angeles in which I was born and raised. And we have a new fabulous mayor and I cannot wait to share with her my Bitcoin plan for our citizens without addresses. And we are going to do some great things. And I'm committed to that. And this journey, ladies and gentlemen, has just begun. I cannot express how excited I am about 2023. Not just because I feel like Bitcoin is going to go up in price, but because I feel as though we are embarking upon something that will never, ever be afforded to another generation. And we have the opportunity to make history. We have the opportunity to not only be a be the change seekers, but pass on a legacy of a whole lot of things, not just money, but we're going to pass on a legacy for generations to come because things are changing so much. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will continue the conversation on cryptocurrency. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. Good, good moving forward. I'm just so excited today. I don't even know what to say. We we are live on Facebook. We are live, not on Instagram today. We're going to do Instagram on Fridays, but we're live on YouTube and on Facebook. And I'm excited about it. It is a good opportunity for our community to just really get what they need because maybe they cannot download the app, but I want each and every one of you to reach out to your friends and family. This year is a year to excel and help Uh, ourselves first and foremost, but also the more people we get acclimated to getting on the app for KBLA, the better our community can be doing all across this United States. You do not have to be in Los Angeles to listen to this. So if you have a cousin or aunt or a child that is maybe in college or somewhere else, and they need to be tuning into KBLA because there is so much great information going forward with this station. I mean, I'm just always on my anticipatory tiptoes, listening to the fabulous shows that are going on here at KBLA. And we need to take advantage of this free broadcasting. That's just the bottom line. Our community deserves to get the type of information that's disseminated on KBLA. But with that being said, you all know, I'm always talking about the micro and I'm always talking about the macro. And I want to make sure that we're understanding everything that's going on. I am a firm believer that the feds are definitely trying to figure this 
financial situation now as feverishly as they can. I think that our interest rates are going to go up just a tad bit more. They're trying to just equal some things out. But I also feel as though they're going to wind up giving us some more another type of stimulus. I'm not sure in what form it's going to come, but I'm kind of reading about individuals that are really struggling to maintain mortgages, car notes. And I told you all that they're going to be cars galore. My husband was just with his brother last week and my, his brother does the auctions and he was talking about how many cars were out at the auction. It was just car over car over car. And that comes from cars being repossessed right after COVID when people were trying to figure it out and they just couldn't sustain. And so a lot more of that is coming down the pipe because I really don't feel like people are making sufficient money to really stay in tune with what's happening with the different prices of everything, the gas, the food, everything is astronomical. And for those of you that have been following me for a long time, you know, year before last, I told you that the prices of things like orange juice and eggs and bread was going to go up substantially and we were going to get less of it for more money. And I started talking to you about the the optical illusions that were being put on the shelves, meaning you're looking at and thinking you're picking up a half a gallon of orange juice, but pick it up and look at the ounces very carefully. You'll find that it's not even a half of a gallon, but it's way more money than it was initially. And so you're just thinking mentally that you're paying a little bit more, but you're actually getting a a little bit less. So not only are you paying more, you're getting less of that product to take care of your family. And so that it hits your bottom line eventually. And so we've got a lot of things to really be paying attention to. You know, a lot of people are always asking what they should be investing in, who we should be watching. People ask me all the time, what do you get up and do every single day? How do you look for news? How do you research? How do you do all these things? And so a lot of those um, secrets I put in the virtual underground railroad. But um, I'm just going to tell you, you got to get up every morning and kind of make yourself have a routine. It's just simple. I learned that from a millionaire years ago. Routines help you get things done. Routines actually align the universe to work in your favor because you're consistently doing something over and over and over again. And consistency is really, really important. And so as we move into this new year and we're looking at different things to invest in, different things that may help grow our money, because what we should be doing is thinking about how do we make money in our sleep? How do we Just point blank period. How do we make money in our sleep? What other things should I be looking at and paying attention to? And so those things are important. And so we're going to continue on this midday money chain to drop those jewels. So you all will understand a little bit more. And sometimes we toggle between new money and old money on my second half, because I want to make sure that you all are understanding 
all the things that you're hearing on CNN, as you're trying to watch the news and understand and follow what they're doing on Wall Street. You've got to know some of the things that are playing a massive part in what happens with the money in this country. And I'm bringing this up because I want to talk about Black Rock. Now, it has nothing to do with crypto specifically. However, they've got their hand in the cryptocurrency space. And so I want to make sure that you're understanding when you're hearing Black BlackRock, what you're actually hearing and how they may possibly manipulate or move markets in this United States. And so BlackRock is one of the largest asset managers in the world. Now you all need to hear me when I say BlackRock is the largest asset manager in the world. They are moving and pushing 10 trillion with the T 10 trillion dollars or more uh, worth of assets. And that is double the GDP and GDP stands for gross domestic product. So they are pushing more than double of the GDP of Germany. So they are in a sense, even though they're not an actual I guess they could be considered an economy, but they are the fourth largest economy in the world. And that's BlackRock. So needless to say, when people from BlackRock talk, other people listen. So as BlackRock finds their way in the cryptocurrency space, we're going to talk about them because what we do know is they run some things. And I'm consistently saying he who holds the money runs and controls the people and the world. They just control things because that's the way our world, unfortunately, is set up. So the haves and the have nots are there. But when we're talking about BlackRock, even with individuals that have massive amounts of money, they pay attention to BlackRock. And so our community hasn't necessarily been put up on game to understand uh, what this large asset manager actually has. And we'll break some of those things down as they continue to dibble and dabble in the cryptocurrency space and buying Bitcoin. But while the uh, amounts of assets under management makes them the owner of almost every public company in the United States. Now, I need you to get that. BlackRock actually owns almost every public company in the United States. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about should I be investing in the stock market and the price of stocks going up and down, if someone owns almost every public company in the United States, that's almost a monopoly. And so we know that BlackRock must win, right? So whatever BlackRock puts their hand to, nine times out of 10, they got to be winning because they own the majority of public companies in the United States. And that's a strategic move that that company made to make them very, very powerful. Now, I'm not saying that you can't win on your own by not 
investing in some of the black rock companies or what they're doing in the cryptocurrency space to come. But I am saying that it's a company that every time you're watching or listening to the news and you hear black rock, you need to be looking at what they may possibly be doing because of the fact that what they're doing can and will move some market in the very near future because they're going to win. It's not if they're going to win, they're going to win. And we need to follow what is happening and what the trends are, what their CEO or president might be saying, what companies they're investing in. And it's going to actually shape what's going to be moving forward. So I want us to start paying closer attention to some of these things as we uh, go day to day. In fact, they're the most number one influential and powerful organization in this world right now. Hands down, there's nothing else that you can say. They're actually even more powerful, in my humble opinion, than the feds and the United States government as they are pulling strings behind the scenes because I said it, they're going to win. They must win and they will win because of how they've strategically placed themselves in the entire market. And so there's someone to watch. There's someone to reckon with. So that being said, BlackRock is doing what they're, what with their investments and with their influence, whatever they want to do. And it's very important to us if we want to front run all of our moves and protect our assets and our retirement accounts and our freedoms. And I'm just going to say it that way. Lastly, again, and our freedoms. So if we are going to protect our freedom, our retirement accounts, our assets, we need to know what they are doing because we've got to be ahead of it. And because they own so much and move so much, doesn't it make sense for us to position ourselves immediately paying attention to what's going on with the company. And I have said over and over again that we're not just saying invest in Bitcoin only. You need to have a diversified portfolio. I'm not a financial advisor anymore on purpose, but I am saying you need to be diversified in whatever you do. You never want to be in a position where if one industry falls, you have nothing left. I did that 2008, 2009 with real estate, and I found myself in a precarious position where I lost so many houses and all I was able to hold on to was the one that I was living in. And that's because I had put all my eggs in one basket. And we hear that all the time. And so if you don't hear anything else that I am saying today, crypto or old money, please, ladies and gentlemen, diversify your portfolios. And all I am suggesting to each and every one of you is that you add Bitcoin specifically to your portfolio. And then if you want to dibble and dabble in some of these other cryptocurrencies, you absolutely can, because ultimately you're an adult and you're going to do what you want to do. But please learn how to vet these cryptocurrencies and do the best thing for your family. But crypto 
cryptocurrency is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. BlackRock is definitely not going anywhere. And we've got a lot of lessons to learn about BlackRock. So one of the things that I've decided to do or add in 2022 to my alerts, I talked to you all about setting up Google alerts. So every single day at five o'clock, the things that I am looking at researching, they pop up in my Google alerts and you can set that up and maybe we'll talk about that on another day or how you set up those Google alerts, or you can just Google how to set up a, a, a Google alert. I put BlackRock in there because I want to know what they're doing. I just cannot reiterate enough how many companies BlackRock owns in this country and they are getting ready to shape what is going on in our country. So we've got to know that. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, in the cryptocurrency space, BlackRock has their hand in a couple of companies. They do own some Bitcoin and they are buying more Bitcoin quietly. Um, they're going to continue to stack and I'm hoping that you're continuing to stack too. I do know that some of the coins that we're going to be talking about today are not being listed uh, and BlackRock is not purchasing them. So you have to move accordingly. But I do want us to really follow the trends, follow the companies that are making moves. And so we're going to do that. And so in this cryptocurrency space right now, because so many companies are in trouble, there's not a real company that I personally feel comfortable with saying, Hey, we need to be paying attention to their moves and what they're doing. But because BlackRock sits on both sides of the fence, I really feel comfortable that we can do some great things by watching them and helping move and change our portfolios as needed. So ladies and gentlemen, after we come forward with news, traffic and sports, we're going to do our segment on Ask Anaja Roberts. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to this radio station and we will get you on air. That number is 800-920-1580. Again, 800-920-1580. When we come forward after news, traffic and sports, this is the head of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. Courage is contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Is this the title? This is the KBLA. KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward, ladies and gentlemen. And so we are getting into our cryptocurrency news. And so many times when people get into Bitcoin, specifically our community, they're always asking me, how do I spend my Bitcoin? How or where do I use it? Can I walk in the store and buy it? And so I'm always saying to each and every person, please do not spend your Bitcoin. And I don't have enough time to tell you all about my $1,500 juicer sitting on the counter. But right now, I am suggesting that we buy and hold. And so 
there's going to be time to spend. But I have to tell you this story because you can now live in the Swiss city solely on Bitcoin. And so if you are if you've ever sought to live entirely on Bitcoin and believe me, there are people out there that do. Uh, there's I, actually a family that I follow. They go all around the world and they only utilize Bitcoin. And so it's been challenging for them over the last several years. And it's been fun because they're trying to find somebody that's going to accept Bitcoin for them to have a place to sleep, for them to buy food, for them to just have their normal everyday necessities. And they've lived solely on Bitcoin. However, there is a place called Lugano, Switzerland. So if you've ever sought to live entirely on Bitcoin, look no further. You can move to Switzerland. But I don't know that any of us will be moving to Switzerland anytime soon, specifically me, because I don't like the cold. So the Swiss Alps won't work out for me. It's got to be another direction. But uh, the Plan B Foundation recently took a took to Twitter to announce a new map which showcases hundreds of merchants across the city that are now accepting Bitcoin. Now that you can live in Lugano using just Bitcoin, you can find all the things that you need and enjoy in your stay in Lugano. So what is happening with this Switzerland city? I'm just going to tell you, there are a lot of countries. There are a lot of um, regions that are trying to attract be people that are into Bitcoin. Why is that? Because they know that there are a lot of them that have money. In fact, I looked yesterday, there were a hundred thousand millionaires that own Bitcoin, not that own Bitcoin. There were a hundred thousand individuals that have made the millionaire mark because they hold Bitcoin. So individuals, countries, regions are trying to make their places of business, their places, their countries. They're trying to make it Bitcoin friendly. So then those Bitcoiners come and live in these regions and really begin to build businesses, of course, spend money. And all of those things. I don't know if you all remember last year me telling you that there were a couple of states that were offering if you worked remotely that they would pay you $10,000 in Bitcoin to come and live in their city so that you would then spend and enjoy being in the city. And they know if you understood Bitcoin and you wanted that $10,000 worth of Bitcoin, it would be a good opportunity for them to take full advantage of having you there again to spend because that is why people want you to come to their country and for what else you're going to contribute. Maybe you're bringing technology. Maybe you're bringing infrastructure. Maybe you're bringing some sort of good and services. And so they know that people in the Bitcoin space are innovative. And this is the reason why countries and places are doing this. So, uh, this is an initiative to collaborate, to find and attract wealth 
and smart minds and opportunities, just like I stated. And so this was also announced that in this particular region of Switzerland, they're going to have a summer camp for adults, summer school, an educational opportunity for adults that are looking to learn more about Bitcoin and businesses. And um, they did it a little bit of it back in July, but they're going to do more of it moving forward. And so they have got a bunch of different platforms called Go Crypto, McDonald's, ladies and gentlemen, Starbucks, anything that you can think of in Switzerland, they're all accepting Bitcoin. This is going to move a little bit further than you think. I mean, when I say move, I'm going to say it's going to come out of Lugano is going to go to other regions in Switzerland. And we know that because a lot of people hold accounts in Switzerland just because of their rules and re- rules and regulation around the, the accounts that they have there in the Switzerland in Switzerland. And so this is going to be something that's going to pick up. And I'm excited about it for not just me, because, again, I won't be moving to Switzerland. I don't care what they accept. It's just too cold. I just I'll watch it from a distance. But this is what's going on. And people are really excited about it. On the other hand, another cold place is cracking down on the cryptocurrency space. And I'm just going to say they're cracking down on Bitcoin mining, which is North America's um, Canada. They have become the leading hub of Bitcoin mining activity after China's abrupt ban in May of 2021. So for those of you that didn't know, in May of 2021, China actually banned Bitcoin. So all those machines that were in China had to be packed up and they were selling them left and right. And so a lot of people bought them, but a lot of those mining machines actually wound up in Canada. And so Canada has had an influx of individuals using power, electricity and things of that sort. And so now they are trying to cut back on Bitcoin mining activity there in Canada. And so there's just a lot of things going on off grid in Canada as it relates to Bitcoin mining, but they've said no more. And so multiple local governments across Canada have started to make life much harder for Bitcoin miners. And so this regulation that they're trying to implement Um, is stating that they're probably going to have to do their mining with hydro as opposed to uh, electricity. And so we'll see how that actually works out. And what they're doing to just make this hard for the miners is they're, from what I can tell, they're actually cutting off the electricity when they find out that someone has a mining farm or something like that. So it's just really incredibly interesting what is going on in the space. And we have to know that we can continue uh, to do a lot of things to really push the Bitcoin mining uh, to a new level for those of us that are creative. Again, I said, whatever industry you're in, it can actually translate 
in this cryptocurrency space. So maybe you have a solar invention, something that allows us to uh, use solar panels and solar energy to, to move some things. And so maybe you can get into this space and figure out how people can continue to mine for Bitcoin, which is creating Bitcoin. And we'll talk about that when we deal with Ask Naja Roberts in just a few seconds. But ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will continue the cryptocurrency conversation. This is Naja Roberts on Ahead of the Crypto Curve on KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So now we come to our segment that is called Ask Naja Roberts. And you can call into the station if you like at 1-800-920-1580. Again, 800-920-1580. If you have a question you'd like to ask me, and it's right around this time. So I want to make sure that we're doing that. Um, But in the interim, we had a question that came out because someone wanted to know When will the last Bitcoin be created? Now, again, there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin created, period. There will only ever be 21 million. And so if you have a Bitcoin or two or three, you're doing great because there's only going to be 21 million out there. And there's not enough Bitcoin for every millionaire to have one Bitcoin. So you're in a good space. So the question was, when will the last Bitcoin be created? And it's going to be created in the year 2140. So every 10 minutes, Bitcoin is being created. And I'm going to back up and explain created because created means mind. And so remember, I just said Canada is starting to um, make Bitcoin mining illegal. They're doing everything that they can, that they are declaring a local war on Bitcoin mining. And so mining is actually creating Bitcoin. So there's these mathematical equations that are being solved in the computer. Now, nobody's technically sitting there with their computer trying to compute these Um, mathematical equations, the computer's just automatically doing it. So you have to have the the computers that have enough uh, computing power to do this. And so that's why there's specialized devices that are needed. But once those uh, mathematical equations are solved, there is a block reward every 10 minutes. And so a block reward happens every 10 minutes and it just continues to create create a little more Bitcoin, a little more Bitcoin, a little more Bitcoin. That is going to go on every 10 minutes until the year 2140. So when I'm talking to you all about your children's children, that is why I am so very, very satisfied with understanding that I won't be here in 20. 2140 and um, my children won't be here in 2140 but my 
great grandchildren will definitely be here in 2140. And so what we're doing for them right now has nothing to do with our Bitcoin that we're stacking specifically because we're going to be able to do something with it. I'm not saying we're waiting to 2140, but 2140 when Bitcoin ceases to be created, our families will have the lion's share of the wealth needed to really be able to dictate some things because he who holds the money controls the world, controls the people, controls the community, controls the police, controls controls the politicians, uh, all of those things. And so I'm just a firm believer in that. So we're building for now. We're building for next generation. But 2021, when it ceases to be created, it's going to give it a whole lot more value than it is right now. And that's why I feel around 2140 or something, I believe each Bitcoin is going to be worth 100 million. Now, 100 million in those days will probably be like, I don't know, like what a million is today. I don't know, because of inflation, because of some of the other things that are happening. But we got to think that far ahead, and we've really got to be strategic in what we're doing. So um, that is the, the answering of that question. So I'm not sure, again, if you all are aware of the phone number but you can ask me anything you can come live on the air and ask again that number is 800-920-1580 and we're going to be doing that every single day now in just about two days ladies and gentlemen we are going to be doing a ledger in me one two three where you are going to be able to be with me on a zoom You're going to not be seen. We're going to keep you anonymous and we're going to help you set up your ledger wallet. Now, I ordered a new ledger. I think it was last Thursday because I wanted to just have a fresh one. I want to go through the process. I do this all the time and my ledger is being delivered today. And so I told you all yesterday, if you don't have a ledger, you're not going to get it in time for this ledger and me one, two, three. But what we've decided to do is every month do a ledger and me one, two, three live. We are going to do it live. I, I was thinking about, you know, a way that we could do this and it just makes sense to go ahead and do the ledger and me. So if you miss this month, you can get yourself geared up and ready by next month. And so you can go to NigelRoberts.com forward slash ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R, and you can go ahead and order your ledger factory direct and you can also sign up. Um, well, you can't sign up for next month's ledger and me, but you can definitely buy your ledger. And then when we announce that the ledger and me one, two, three is available, you can then go ahead and register for that. So we want to make sure that you are aware of that. And then also, if you have anything that you would like for me to read or answer because you're at work and you cannot call in, you can always send me an email. There's a couple of ways that you can get in, 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 in touch with me. That is asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Asknajaroberts at gmail.com. 
or you can also send me a text message and that's at 424-317-7373. Again, that's 424-317-7373. And so we are going to make sure that we answer all your questions on Ask Naja Roberts Daily. And there are a lot of questions. So if someone is shy about calling in, just go ahead and send a text message or or email me and I'll get it just the same. But it's no need to be shy because your question is probably something that someone else is asking but is afraid to. So please just go ahead and do that so I can work on getting those answered during this specific answer. Uh, answer, question and answer period so ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we are going to be doing our daily dollar cost average because a DCA a day keeps poverty away and we are stacking our satoshis and we're going to ensure that we are doing this daily this is KBLA talk 1580 you're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see for KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. And I didn't get a chance to do our market update today. And we're looking all green all the way across. It says that Bitcoin is at 16000 $824. So that means we're going to get less Satoshis today than we did yesterday. But we're still happy to be getting $6 worth of Satoshis. A Satoshi being the smallest increment of a Bitcoin, like a penny is the smallest increment of a dollar. With that, Bitcoin is up in the last hour 0.08%. It's up in the last 24 hours 8.9%. And it's up in the last seven days, 1.78%. Now, Ethereum, on the other hand, is at $1,252. It's up 0.18% in the last hour, up 0.01% in the last 24 hours. And in the last seven days, it's up 5.3%. And there's a couple of other coins. Everybody is looks like they're running a little bit green again. They're following behind Bitcoin. So I'm excited to hold the leader of the pack in my portfolio. So with that, we're going to daily dollar cost average on the Black Wall Street wallet. If you haven't already so done so, please download the Black Wall Street wallet on your Android or your Apple store. Apple Play Store um, or whatever you have. Um, but we're going to click on the purple circle in the middle and we are going to purchase Bitcoin one time. You can set this up and forget it if you need to, but we're doing this every single day, once a day, $6. And the reason I do $6 is that's what my tea was costing at Starbucks. And so now I make it at home. So I'm taking that $6 and actually investing it for an entire year oh for an entire year and so i want to make sure that we're investing it for an entire year so please ladies and gentlemen do your daily dollar cost average and uh, put that $6 or $50 or whatever it is you're investing in your wallet. 
And once you get enough in that wallet that you do not feel that it's secure on the exchange, you're going to move it to a ledger, even off the Black Wall Street wallet. We do not want anyone to custody our coin. And so we're going to continue to say that. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, just do your dollar cost average, whether it's today, a week, a month or a year, whatever you can afford to lose. That is what I'm saying to dollar cost average DCA into Bitcoin. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we're making way for the D.L. Hughley show. And you all know I say D.L. is the truth. I want to thank you for rocking with me here on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.